You are now listening to The Sound of Sanity. This sound will continue for the duration of the program. Welcome to the Sound of Sanity. I'm Nathan, your humble and obedient host. We've got the preacher who's a teacher of sanity right there. Benjamin Solzer, how you doing, sir? Good, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, thank you. We're going to get right into it today, folks. We have a, what would you say, a caution for our audience. Because we know our audience well enough to know that this might be a necessary caution for them. And... The title of this episode, you've probably noticed, is Are You Hungry for Ugly? And that is our question for you today. That's right. Are you you hungry for ugly, Ben? Definitely. Sometimes, Nathan. Yeah. Yep. Me too. Well, what do we mean by that? I'll tell you. We've been going through at Church of the King, the church that we have here in Evansville. We've been going through Philippians, and we have reached the final chunk, chapter 4. And Paul has his famous list of things. The Apostle Paul has his famous list of things that we are to think on. And I'll just Mm -hmm. read it here. Verse 8, very famous verse. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about those things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So the Apostle Paul says, you are supposed to think about these things and you're supposed to imitate me in this and you're supposed to practice these things and the God of peace will be with you, which is an awesome pro- promise. And he lists these different things, true, honorable, just, what a uh, pure, lovely, commendable. Lovely was a very interesting one. Yep. As we thought about it. Because, you know, true, honorable, just, pure, commendable, if there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise. We all sort of understand why God commands those categories and why we should think in those ways. I don't think anybody's going to be like, what? Truth is something I should seek. But lovely, if you start to think about it, what is it doing in that list? Because are there people out there that are like, I just want to think about ugly things. I I just want to You know what? Things that are unattractive to me, things that I'm not, things that are not pleasing or agreeable. I'm going to think about those things. That's, that's what I want to occupy my mind with. Like, like who is that person? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we're glad you asked. Who (laughs) would you say, Ben, is that person? And what is, what, where do we not think about, where, where, where do we intentionally and with malice aforethought think of ugly things? Mm. I mean, I, the answer to who is that person is thou. Thou art the man. Yes, you know. all of us. Yeah. You look in the mirror and say that. We want ugly things when we, when we just want to see the world break apart on our favorite television show. Right. Right. The example in the sermon was the last 10 years of TV, the most popular shows, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, shows that Yep. revel in ugliness shows that reveal layers of not not just the ugliness of it's a zombie he looks ugly there is that ugliness and I think that's a real ugliness that has its own attraction but also the attraction of let's see psychologically how people 
break down, the wicked things that they do, the ways that they betray each other, the ways that they are actually more degraded and more wicked, more sexually deviant, the kinds of things mm -hmm. that go on behind closed doors. I mean, I'm familiar enough. I, I did not watch Game of Thrones all the way through or anything like that, but I'm familiar enough with the material to know, eh, you know, there's some fun big dragons and stuff, but basically a lot, an awful lot of that show is just, these are the things that people will stoop to as they vie for that throne, mm -hmm. as they play the game. These are the things that they will do to each other. And it's all wicked, nasty, degraded stuff. And there was a huge audience to watch that, to watch, right. oh, this innocent character that seemed innocent was actually pretty capable of being a really horrible person. How interesting. And and so is everyone. Right. And so is everybody. And obviously, mm -hmm. that's the whole theme of Breaking Bad, if you know anything about that show. And obviously, The Walking Dead is about, hey, it's ugly, horrifying zombies. And also, though, the real monster is humanity. That's that's what any zombie story is always ultimately about is, you know, these apocalyptic type scenarios. Like, mm -hmm. you, do you think that the monster is the thing that's, you know, tearing the world apart? But actually, it's us. Mm -hmm. Which, fair enough. Good point. Walking Dead, I guess. We have original sin. Sin is sin. Zombies sin. are a pretty good metaphor for sin, sinners. Sure. But also, you can't help but notice that three of the most popular shows of all time, and certainly of the recent era and the prestige TV era, were all just devoted to showing you ugly things mm. and letting you kind of revel in them, enjoy them. So that's... One example. What are what are other examples of the ways we're just attracted, like moths to a flame, to ugliness? Well, I mean, I I have to say, as I was thinking about it, I you know I I, I follow some accounts on Twitter. I try to keep up with current events, and I've noticed that sometimes I get a charge out of the latest ugly thing that's been revealed about our world, our government, this city or that city or this public health official or senator or whatever. There's just something. There's something enjoyable in a bad way about seeing depravity revealed and seeing the world fall apart. And I find I have to watch that in myself. Yeah. I mean, I actually, you sort of like, oh, President Biden's that bad. He's capable of that. Or this particular right. politician stooped to that. Or they told this lie. There's a little bit of thrill to it, mm -hmm. actually. And I bet that there's some of our listeners because our listeners, you know, they like, for example, they like our 1984. Those are some of the more popular segments we've been doing lately this week in 1984, mm -hmm. where we just list a bunch <laughs> of bad things. Yep. Our listeners have an appetite for that. They want to know what the what's going on in the world and how they can pray and how they can mm -hmm. interact with the culture around them, which fair enough. Yeah. But can you deny, dear listener, that you sometimes get a little charge out of just finding out that the world's a little bit uglier mm -hmm. than you thought it would be or than you thought it was or than you knew about or that this person's more ugly. So there's that. I mean, I find it in, in that, that same thing applies to interpersonal relationships. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of gossip if not, hey, did you know that there's a little bit more ugliness in this person that you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What else? What are, what are the other places where we just don't want to think about what's lovely, but we do want to think about what's ugly. I don't know. I mean, I think we fit a lot of them. You hit entertainment. Right. You hit media. You hit other people. That just covers... That Actually, that covers a ton of territory. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I think I think one question you can ask to know yourself is, do you pray for stuff? Right. Do you actually, if there's something ugly, <laughs> something evil, really is what we're talking about, and you find out about it, do you, are you sad? Right. <laughs> do you pray about it? Or are you just like, Joe Biden's America, man? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all, that's what it's, that's the world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's, that's the, the sole thing that you've gotten out of your, your Twitter diet, your Facebook diet, your TikTok, whatever. Yeah. Whatever medium of knowledge that you use. I mean, as I think about it, I'm even thinking it creeps into my marriage. There are times when I'm angry with my wife and I want to believe her more wicked. I want to find what's what's ugly about her if we're fighting or something. Like it'll, it, Sometimes it'll be hard for me to forgive her because there's an instinct to actually want things to be uglier. Mm-hmm. Uglier than they actually are. Yeah. Yeah, and you think about the way that, well, Nathan read that passage at the top of the show, but you think about all uh, how all those all those qualities that Paul's telling us to think about are they're interconnected. Right. They can't really be I mean, what's what's lovely is going to also be what's what's true. Right. You know, because in the end God's kingdom does win and there's not going to be uh, ugliness is not what the world is headed towards right. ultimately. But it, it sure is easy to feel like it is if you soak yourself in a Twitter bath for hours each day. It just, it just, it just, everything seems to tend towards ugliness and misery. And that's not a good, a good thing to have in your imagination. Because it's not true that that's where it all, it's all heading. Now let me ask you this, Ben. We are called throughout scripture to practice discernment, to discern the spirits, know the difference between good and evil through practice. So, if that's what we're supposed to do, and certainly that's why a lot of people listen to podcasts like this one. Uh-huh. If, so well, I think a lot of our listeners are keyed into that. If, if that's what, what is the difference between doing that as you take your daily Twitter bath or get your news or, or just think about world events, think about people, discern things. What, what is the difference between being discerning and knowing good I mean, you have to know the difference between good and evil in order to discern, which uh-huh. means you need to know something about evil. What's the difference between doing that and seeking that and just reveling in what is ugly or getting a little charge out of what is ugly? I I think I think a lot of it comes down to your your attitude and your motivation when you when you you know when you learn someone's deep dark secret or mm-hmm. when you learn about another skeleton in the political cabinet ha to mix my metaphors skeleton in the political cabinet <laughs> that was a pretty good one it has probably more meanings than i intended <laughs> yes. but or, or or when you i don't know even when you well obviously when you go to watch your netflix show or whatever what do you want what are you there for you can find cheap thrills in any of those ways mm-hmm. interpersonally or through news media or through entertainment mm-hmm. but what do you want if you want if if your if your desire is to honor god and to take responsibility for the world and love other people, that's good. And that will actually help you to check yourself when you're just, you know, like I said, taking a Twitter bath or whatever, taking a bath in the ugly things of the world, just looking for the next kind of, what's the next terrible thing that's happening, which is something I've definitely found myself doing as I scroll through Twitter in a, in a, in a bored moment of the day. Ooh, that's terrible, you know, let's, Let's learn more about that. And that's 
that's it's like that's what's giving me energy or something for a minute <laughs> yeah it's just a cheap thrill yeah. it's not it's not so much out of a desire even to understand the world at least not it's but it's maybe it is but it's not out of a desire to be able to care for the world or for specific people mm-hmm. or pray or anything godly that I can think of right um but I might be able to read the same piece of news. I mean, we live in a, a world with a lot of terrible, horrible things and a lot of darkness, and we have plenty of that in, in our own hearts. <clears throat> and you have to be able to deal with it. You don't want to be foolish and blind about what's going on around you. But you have to... It's the way that you approach it, I guess. This is my long answer. Yeah. The way that you approach it is almost everything. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely true. And I think that's why you have to admit that whether you're a fan of the walking dead or not what you know maybe you're you're a demure christian housewife who doesn't have any overt attraction to ugliness but we all have an appetite for it one way or another and you have to see that within yourself to begin to do the work that ben's saying to begin to mm-hmm. parse these things to begin to look for what is godly as you contend with the ugly things in the world and to think about it in a godly way you have to understand that there there is within all of us an appetite for ugliness. There is, whether it's the housewife who just wants to hear gossip or the, or the workplace is one that we haven't talked that much about. But mm-hmm. most jobs that I've worked that have a big workforce and the workforce talks to each other, you spend 80 to 90% of your time just talking about what's ugly about your boss, what's ugly about your job, what's ugly about your pay scale. I mean, you just mm-hmm. you just complain and you gossip and you tell each other secrets about the bad things that went on behind behind closed doors at the job or among the bosses or among the people that you serve or whatever. It just I don't know that I'm exaggerating when I say that's 80 to 90% of hmm. workplace con- conversation. Not every workplace, obviously, but man, I've worked at more than one job where that is just the the flavor. That's just the aroma uh-huh. that's in the air. Like, everybody's just looking for the next choice piece of ugliness. So I think we all have to acknowledge that we have those appetites and we need to be proactive in, in fighting them and in looking for... Th- the ways to be godly and as we exercise our discernment mm-hmm. yeah well the flip i mean of course it's we're talking about a positive command of scripture so how do we do the the positive thing right you know that's another question we do live in a world where we're going to see bad news if we're paying any attention right how do we do the positive thing well we talked a little bit in our sermon which i suppose some of our listeners will have heard if they're in evansville and go to church of the king but I think a helpful frame for this whole passage is focus and which is maybe a cheesy way of putting it. But what, what I mean by that is you're not always going to be able to focus exclusively on what's lovely. If you're in a history class, you're going to have to learn about Hitler at some point and he's not lovely. If you have relationships with human beings, you are going to learn about their sins and faults and you are going to have to think about the ways that they are sinning against you or the ways that you if are sinning against them. Indeed, if you look in your own heart, you are going to have to focus on things that are not lovely just as you are going to have to focus on things that are not true, focus on things that are not commendable, focus on things that are not honorable, and so on. But you can always be filtering those things through God's truth 
through God's honor, through God's loveliness. You know, uh, maybe maybe all I'm really saying is you need to have a God's eye view of these things. But I think that that's as simple as that sounds. It kind of makes a profound impact on my life. You know, the difference between me just blithely turning on Game of Thrones and me thinking, would God want me to watch Game of Thrones is a big difference. And as I've become more sanctified in my entertainment life, you know, I, I always used to hate people that said, would say cheesy things like, you know, would Jesus approve of this if he was sitting next to you? Mm-hmm. Well, God sees everything. So it's not really a hypothetical construct, that question. He is sitting next to you, so to speak. And so you actually do have to think about like, would God approve of this? Or, or if I'm looking, if I'm focusing on something that's not true, I have to be filtering it in my mind through what what is true what like what 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 is the truth like christians should if i can speak about it this way be prejudiced towards the truth we should have a great desire to find the truth in any situation you know when we read a, a news story if it conforms to the narrative that we like we shouldn't stop until we see is this actually true is this propaganda what is the truth mm-hmm. behind this even if the truth is something that's not exactly what I want it to be. And so I think that that applies to what is lovely. We, 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 we will not always be able to contemplate exclusively things that are lovely, but, but we can contemplate everything through the prism of scripture, which mm-hmm. is lovely, and God's truth, mm-hmm. which is lovely. Yeah, and, and, and we could focus on what I like I was saying earlier the end of everything is not ugliness right the end is that God is coming back and a lot of the Psalms are helpful because they just keep focusing on that mm-hmm. he's coming to judge the earth yes let everything rejoice right all the wicked things will get flushed out and all all the good things will have a victory right well and, and maybe it's, it's worth saying something very simple related to that which is I mean, this was implicit in what Ben just said, but let me just make it explicit. We should spend a lot of time just focusing on good things. Yes, it's true that sometimes we have to contemplate bad things, but but also, you know, if you're if you were in a history class, yes, you might have to think about Hitler a little bit. But if all you do is get books on Hitler and read Mein Kampf and stuff, there's something wrong with you. And if all you do is watch shows like Game of Thrones, there's something wrong with you. And if all you do, if you if you watch Game of Thrones at all, I'm sorry, but there's something wrong with you. But <laughs> If, if all you do is read news that tells you about the, uh, even if you're trying to be discerning and see it through. Uh, and so you need to be contemplating what is lovely all the time. You need to be putting your focus there. You need to be thinking about God's truth and God's character and the ultimate end of things, which is lovely because it is God's, mm-hmm. God's providence and God's decree that we will see enacted through history. And so we could all stand to just do the simple thing of thinking a bit less about bad stuff and a bit more about good stuff, which which sounds simplistic maybe, but, but man, mm-hmm. it would change my life if I yeah. did that. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. Read your Bible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've pray. come to the shocking conclusion. Yes. yes. Read your Bible and pray and put, put the word of God in your heart and meditate on it like and, it says to do. And, and read theology and, and read things that are edifying as well. I mean, the scripture comes first, obviously, but there are things that are edifying and that are helpful and that are lovely, you know. <laughs> and when you hear good news, <laughs> be thankful for it. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> and spread it around. Make sure that people know about good news. Spend some time contemplating the good news. Yeah. I mean, that is, you know, they say good news, no news is 
good news or good news is no news. Like the newspapers just don't report when the good thing happens because uh-huh. no, nobody wants to buy those newspapers. But happy things do happen. Good things do happen. God's truth and light and kindness for his people shine through in, in, in the little human drama all the time. And, and we should be telling those stories and thinking about those stories. <sighs> well, then, anything else to say about loveliness v ugliness dawn of justice (laughs) not really just watch yourself just check yourself we all need to do it in all kinds of areas of our lives yeah i feel a little naked doing this podcast because i'm like is everybody just gonna say yeah we know like of course that's this is obvious Maybe, maybe so but the reason we thought it was worth doing was because in our own lives we we need this we need to yeah you know, it is so easy to get caught in a loop of just just looking at what's ugly and being hungry for what's ugly. And the more you feed yourself with it, the more you create an appetite with it. Yeah. Or for it. So mm-hmm. don't do that. Nope. Tell you one place that you can focus your attention on. It's patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity. <laughs> you can go there and give us some very uh, lovely money. And it will be for a good cause, namely supporting this podcast, along with the Chip and Lance show, along with other things that we do. That's right. Other things. Yeah. Lots of creative work that we do and awesome things that we do. So patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity. And until next time, stay sane.